you guys ever wonder what it would be like to go an entire week doing the things that you said you were going to do, the things you planned to do, and then you did them without having to make yet another blood sacrifice to some life management demon? There's got to be a better way! You are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Welcome to the podcast, y'all. We've got some shoutery outery to do today, so let's just jump right in here. I'm going to give a shout out to Chris, Chris from Seattle, who sent me a really amazing, thoughtful, it was hoop-inspiring email. Thank you, Chris. Uh, and isn't that crazy how we're all, it can feel so helpless and hopeless, and then we realize, oh, wait, this kind of skull spaghetti is pretty much across the board for our for our type. And so I'm glad you were able to resonate with that and connect with that and reach out anytime. And Chris, you get credit for starting this sleuthing process into this insane spike in listeners for the podcast. He mentioned in his email that he had heard about me through a a video he was watching of Adam Savage. And so I'm like, well, Mythbusters, Adam Savage? What? Turns out, yeah. And I'll put the link in the episode in the show notes, but... uh, yeah, and that led me to, I saw a really cool five-star review from Miles Matt. Miles Matt, thank you. And yeah, you're right. It's the uh, the astronomical amount of new listeners uh, it occurred. And I don't know how to properly thank you for the shout out because I'm, it's really, I don't know if anybody's ever tried to thank a celebrity. It is very hard to get in touch to, you're like, oh, I'll do it. I'll send him a message on Instagram. Like, I'm sorry, we're not taking messages. This is, <laughs> please. And then you're like, okay, maybe on Twitter, <laughs> maybe on a YouTube video. So I'll just thank you here. Adam Savage, if you're listening, thank you. I cannot thank you enough. It is such a thrill for me and my kids to hear you talking about the show. And thank you for recognizing the length of time in the podcast. That has been, that was the biggest thing for me. I'm like, how can you make an episode for ADHD that's an hour long? Are you crazy? So thank you for, <laughs> so thank you for acknowledging that. That was that felt good to hear. That pretty much sizes it up. So this has been exciting. It's been fun. My kids and I are celebrating the heck out of it. Uh, so just overloaded with gratitude. What an honor. And if you ever want to come on to the show and talk about ADHD and how you handle it with your school spaghetti and how things that you do to manage your life, I mean, this would be uh, the perfect audience for it. So have your people just, you know, reach out to my people. And, you know, I don't really have any people. If I'm Just have your people reach out to me. I'm home. Okay, let's get this one going today. This is an extremely important topic to me, especially, and it's also one that people just, they're not into. It's, but I'm going to make my biggest appeal to advocate for it, and that is externalized accountability. Hey, what's happening? Guys, please, I, ah, don't go, please, this is important. Come on, make it fun, I promise. Accountability, that's tough for us. It creates a lot of tension, doesn't it? We're talking about an ability to do the thing that we said we were going to do, whatever it is. And people will say things like, well, you know, your word has to mean something. You do it because you said you were going to do it. Doesn't your word mean anything to you? And I'm like, no, <laughs> not really. It feels, re- it feels really shitty to say that, but I am really good 
at letting myself down. I'm practiced at it. It's almost comforting in its discomfort. They say it takes 10 years to become a master at something, right? And I've been letting myself down for decades. Come on, are you kidding me? I'm like a third degree black belt at not doing the thing. You know, I'm, I'm a, I could kill you instantly with my procrastination powers. I mean, so no, Mr. Normie, I'm just, I would love my word to myself to be the thing that pushes me through. And it would feel better if I could acknowledge, yeah, cause I said I was going to do it. So I did it. Yeah. But that's not how my brain zips and zaps. I mean, if we think about it with a historic decades of undiagnosed ADHD and not knowing why and just feeling like it's because I'm a piece of crap, you know, so sometimes we need a little help at first. In general, people with ADHD, we can't hold information in our heads to use for later. It's our working memory. It just ain't showing up for work. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't work. Try this. Have somebody verbally give you driving directions and just watch as the information comes in and just dissipates. Try to hold on to every turn left here, turn right here, get to the 7-Eleven, go through miles. For me, I'm like, mom, listen, mom, mom, I don't just give me the address. Give me the address and me and my maps app will take it from here. Externalizing in life, that's an across the board rule of thumb for adults with ADHD. Like how can we get the managing of our lives out of our head and in front of our face? And we often can't hold ourselves accountable for the things that we would like to do and achieve because it's if those things aren't exciting or fun or novel or urgent, then those things fall into the I'll do it later bin. It's not even a, it's like a landfill. It's just this wasteland of things I was going to do that I decided I would do later. And we don't even touch that landfill until it starts to stink. And then we just go after the stink. As soon as we can get the stink gone, we're done. I'm making this case for external accountability because it's worked for me because it's, it's a thing that I know that it works. So that's why I'm sharing it. And I know the feeling of helplessness and desperation that and that not, might be more on the depression of this stuff, but that feeling that, uh, well, for example, like I know how to work out. I know how to work out. I know, I know my ideal vision of myself works out and is in shape. And I've felt what it feels like to be in shape. I've been in shape before. And so it's a no brainer. It's a great thing to be in shape. Spoiler alert. The science is in being in shape is healthier than not being in shape. Wow. Big shocker. I know. And I know the foods that help and I know the foods that don't help. So why wouldn't I do that? Well, it must be because I'm a lazy piece of trash. Clearly. (laughs) Obviously. Or if I don't want to go the self-loathing route, and I don't, I mean, I could acknowledge that there's skills and tools and blah, 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 that are specific to how I need to function in this place. They're called workarounds. And if you have ADHD, you're going to have some workarounds. My room right now, as I write this, uh, it's messy. And I would like it clean. I like my environment better when it's clean. If I didn't know the power of a timed work session, I would live in a messy environment perpetually. And I would continue to think of myself as a lazy child. Like, I'm over 40 and my room is messy. Get it together, man. But I have certain tools in place that help me. And I don't feel stupid about that anymore. I mean, this is just how we do what we do. Room is messy. Okay. Work session, timer, specificity, easy point of entry, abracadabra, room's clean. Moving on with my life now. It'll get messy again. Big deal. And if my word to myself doesn't mean much to myself, then while I'm working on getting to a place where maybe it does at some point, that would be cool. I'd love that. I'm going to externalize my accountability in the beginning. 
So that means I'm going to outsource my accountability and how that looks maybe in your work, your, our employers, they are our external accountability. Boss wants a report, you do it, even though you aren't motivated to do it because the consequence is there. You know, we don't do the report because we believe in ourselves. Yeah, I'm going to turn in those third quarter accounting reports because I love myself. No, you turn it in or you're going to get fired. So, <laughs> or if you love turning in reports, I don't, you know what? Some of us are report lovers. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to report shame anybody. It doesn't guarantee that you're going to turn in the report. I mean, I think we've all been there like, oh shit, I'm lost another job. Oopsie daisy. But you're more likely exercise, have a workout buddy. You externalize your accountability by scheduling your workouts together because it's harder to cancel on a friend than it is to cancel on ourselves. It's not a guarantee. I might still cancel, but it's less likely that you're going to cancel. I also personally view external accountability as outsourcing my belief in myself. And that's a tough thing to, that's actually weird. It sucks to say that out loud. I mean, partly because I don't want to feel like I need help with basic life stuff. I'm a grown up and I should be able to do this crap. But you know, you, when you add the self-loathing, depressive episode, shit, hopelessness, crap, when, when you add all that on top, it can be tough believing in ourselves, even for life's basics. So I view external accountability as having, it's like a hope surrogate or a, someone who carries our belief in us when we don't. And that can be a big, uncomfortable ask. I think asking a friend, you know, hey, can you believe in me? Because I don't. Or uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm planning on wasting your time repeatedly by canceling on something I so desperately want you to encourage me not to cancel on without the extreme shame I'm going to feel uh, for wasting your time. <laughs> Can you please do that? Good friends will do it. Good friends will do that for you. So I have three options for you today on how you can get external accountability. Um, if you have money uh, or your insurance covers it or whatever, seek ye an ADHD coach. They can teach you the tools. That's basically what I'm doing with the podcast. The, the, if you go back on these episodes, it's all hacks and workarounds. So if you can afford hiring an ADHD coach, they would be your external accountability. I personally struggled with uh, ADHD coaching just for me as a client because meeting once a week wasn't enough for me. I needed daily accountability at first. Uh, so if you're if you're out there looking for an ADHD coach and you have the money for it, that's a great idea. But I would highly recommend that you find someone that can give you daily accountability. You're going to be practicing these skills like work sessions and structure. You're going to be learning tools. If you don't have daily accountability, it might turn out like this. This is how it was for me every time. It's like you'll meet on a Friday. You'll get hyped up. You'll be excited. I can do this. I believe. And then here's the plan. I'm going to do this for the next week. And then next Thursday uh, shows up and you're like, oh, fart. I was supposed to. Oh, no. And so you scramble to get something done to show so that you can show at the appointment that, okay, so here's what I achieved. If we look closely, okay, there is external accountability in there. You don't want to have nothing to show for your week. So you actually did do something, but that's such a long game. Go for daily accountability, at least in the beginning while you practice the tools, learn the skills and turn them into habits and routines. Um, the free way to do it is to get a friend, family member, someone on board that we talked about. It's helpful if you're both working on something so it's not one-sided. You get to encourage and be excited and check in on their thing. They'll do the same for you. And that can be a fun way to do it. 
and we like fun. Uh, and then the third way is through the ADHD Big Brother Forum. I built it specifically for externalizing accountability. It's meant to be a place to practice doing the things that you said you're going to do. And you can try and fail and try and fail and you won't ever be letting anybody down. We're all in there doing the same thing. It's a place where you can outsource your belief in yourself with a community. I'm in there. I'm getting externalized. Molly, she's in there. Molly, shout out to you. We're getting it done. The cool thing and the thing that is maybe not so cool is that People with ADHD, we've got exclamation points for everybody but ourselves. We're like, we're hype people for, you can do it, I believe. You're going to the grocery store, go to the grocery store, yeah. And then we're just like, oh yeah, I gotta go to the grocery store for, like for ourselves, we don't have that hype sometimes. So the forum is a great place to receive exclamation points and then give out some of your own. Another aspect of external accountability is that we don't want to feel like we need the help. Like, like that I have to do this for the rest of my life. You mean I have to have an ADHD coach for the rest of my life? I can't do anything unless my friends and family are a part of it. Or I have to be a member of a forum until my dying days. Ugh. I have to rely on people for the rest of my life. God, nope, you don't. But I would encourage you to for as long as you need to. Think of it like this. You're in the nest. You're growing your wings. And then when the wings sprout, you, you fling yourself out of the tree. And if you can fly, great. That is phenomenal. And if you can't, you fall and you splat on the ground and you go, okay, well, I guess I should go back in the nest for a little bit longer, maybe get some bigger wings and then fling yourself out of the tree again. This stuff is all there for as long as you feel you need it. So if the same with the forum, you come back whenever you find yourself splatted. If you're interested in the forum, it's not free. Um, I'm not independently wealthy and these things cost money and um, so the way that I envision it is you come on into my house and you bring dinner once a month. And so to join the forum, you would uh, click on the link in the show notes. It's you go over to the buymeacoffee.com slash ADHD big brother, and you click on the $15 uh, month membership. And then, you know, I'll send you the invite code and then come on into the nest and then pop out of the nest when you're done. And you know, guys, the one thing that I'm really coming to find through this podcast and the people that I've talked to, there is a lot of us out there with this kind of brain and life is, it's structured for the normies, but we can manage our lives. And so if you've binged the podcast episodes, there's so much help in there uh, for your unique brain and our brains are really similar. So try some of that stuff out. And if you ever need help trying this stuff out, reach out. There's a contact form on ADHDBigBrother.com. Just uh, if I can help, I will. Alrighty, that's it. Please share this with any of your friends, families that you think you benefit from this information. And with that, I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you later. Later.